Good morning, good afternoon, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Moon Tea Podcast. I'm Olivia, and today I'm asking the question, am I a runner now? Um, And this sort of comes with like a few different elements to it, sort of, it makes me laugh asking myself that question or the fact that I even have attempted to ask myself that question already, um, because a year ago I never would have even considered that. Um, But today we're going to be looking at that question I mentioned in my previous podcast when we were talking about Veganuary and my plant-based lifestyle. I mentioned that I am training for a half marathon currently and throughout that process my attitude towards running has really changed and I wanted to kind of document that in today's episode. So let's get into it. So I thought I'd start today's episode on am I a runner now with looking at actually what were my thoughts about running like a year ago, two years ago, even just a couple of months ago, Um, because I think that sort of really demonstrates the journey that I've been on and how significant this journey is for me. So I've my activity has been on and off (laughs) throughout my life. When I was a teenager and at school and younger, I would play netball all the time. When I tell you I played it all the time, it literally was like Mondays, I played it two different training sessions. And Tuesdays I trained, Uh, you know, I was playing games every week. I was training on the weekends and coaching on the weekends as well. So netball literally was a massive part of my life. I also did yoga once a week um, as well at the time. So I was a very active person. But through university and as I've had like a full-time job, like my activity and my attitude towards exercise has changed massively due to various different things. And I've never really been a runner. I didn't really see it as something that was worthwhile. It felt pointless to me. It was too monotonous. I got bored. I gave up. Um, I have signed up for many a race in my time and I think I've only completed like two of those. I did a 10k back in like 2017 and that was like the biggest running achievement I have to date. Um, but I didn't really train for that. I just sort of, I think was running off the fitness levels I had from playing netball. Um, so not really necessarily the best attitude to have, but I was proud that I did it. And I remember saying to myself, like, now that I know that I can run 10k, I'm going to run so much more. And I think it wasn't until like 2021 that I ran a 10k again. And that was itchy. I remember it. Like, it was like, I think we were in another lockdown and I was, I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to run 10k today. And I just went and did it. So like, I don't really know why I made that decision, <laughs> but I did. And I haven't run 10k since. Um, <laughs> and really run regularly since either in July 2021, um, I decided to sign up for like a 
running challenge. Actually, no, it was last year. It was July. No, it wasn't. It was the year before, July 2021. Sorry. I signed up for a 31 miles in 31 days challenge to raise money for Cancer Research UK. And I raised quite a bit of money for it. But one of the main reasons I think I managed to raise so much money from literally only running one mile every day is because everybody in my life knew I wasn't a runner. So if I was committing to running one mile every day, like that was huge for me. And I was always like, oh, I just want to run more. Like, but that one mile a day was so difficult. Like, I don't know whether it was because I was teaching at the time and it just felt like really a huge commitment to do after a busy day. And also the weather that July was boiling, absolutely baking hot. And so like the idea of running was like, no, it's too hot. And so I'd run like later in the evening. And then I just, it messed up my whole routine. And I just remember being like really just frustrated by the whole thing and being annoyed that I'd signed myself up for it. But I had the accountability of that people had already donated. So I was like, well, I need to do it now. Um, so, so I, I think it became like, I would run every other day and do like two miles, but that two miles was like painful um and the second that 31 days stopped I did not run again probably for about a year um I was just like no not doing it didn't enjoy it hated running didn't like it I think I even I think it was 2020 I got like new running trainers because I was like I'm gonna if I spend money on nice running trainers it's gonna give me the motivation to go running um I think I maybe did like 1k in them before I was like yeah I'm not I'm not a runner. <laughs> um, so like I wasn't, a, didn't see running as a positive thing uh, ever. Um, the idea of going for a run was incredibly like, it just sounded like a horrendous idea when like my boyfriend would be like, oh, I'm going to go for a run. I'd be like, Ugh, okay then. Like it was never something. I, and I think it was largely because I didn't think I was very good at it. I'm not a fast runner. I have short legs. My pace is not quick. And whenever I was looking on Strava, everyone else's pace was way quicker than I have ever run. Everyone's times were way better than I have ever been able to run. And I think it was kind of like, well, I'm a rubbish runner. I can't run. I'm not good at running. And therefore, I'm not going to do it because that's can sometimes be the sort of person that I am that if I'm not good at something I just won't do it I won't try it's something that I'm learning to work on um and so that was kind of like my relationship with running it was just not doing it don't enjoy it I don't understand why people do enjoy it and it's never going to be something I'm going to get behind which is why I think it's hilarious that on I have a list on my phone in my notes app. Somebody, when I was teaching, a colleague of mine, another teacher, she had a list. She was turning 30, like I think at the time in like a year or two years time. And she had a list in her notes app that was her 30 under 30 of 30 things she wanted to do before she turned 30. And I thought this was a great idea. I was like 22 at the time, 23 maybe. And I was like, awesome. I've got like seven years to do these things. Like, I'm going to do this list as well. Um, this was pre-pandemic, I think. And so I wrote my 30 before 30 list. And quite near the top was run a half marathon. 
Um, which is why I think it's hilarious that I would put something like that on my list, but make absolutely zero effort to try and accomplish it as if I was just going to wake up one day and be able to run 13.1 miles. Um, there's delusional and then there's I can run 13.1 miles without any sort of fitness levels whatsoever delusional. Um, and so that was kind of where I sat in, in that camp of like, yeah, I'll run a half marathon one day. <laughs> I'm not going to actively do anything towards it. Um, because I hate running. Um, I'm going to buy the shoes though, and I'm going to buy the running gear and I'm going to pretend that that's what I'm going to do, but I'm not actually going to ever train for it. Um, and that was kind of my approach to running. I was not a runner. I hated the idea of it. And I'm guessing you've probably guessed by the title of today's episode where I'm asking myself, am I a runner now? That my attitude towards running may have slightly changed recently. Um, and I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a moment. So I just wanted to take a short interlude from talking about running to do a little bit of like a reflection on sort of the past week and so forth. It's something I want to try and include in future episodes um, as like a little segment segment where I do like a little, not quite a life update because I don't really think people care enough to know about that sort of stuff, but kind of like a reflection on how my week has been and any thoughts or extra things I wanted to share that don't necessarily fit in with today's podcast episode. Um, so today I just wanted to really reflect because I've been, we're, you know, coming to the end of January now and January for a lot of people is a time of reflection, setting new habits, creating changes, creating new habits and sort of putting into action who they want to be for the rest of that year. And I've also been part of that. I've done it slightly differently to how I have done on previous years. Um, but I think that reflects sort of how I've changed over the last year. And I remember last year having a similar thought process where I set absolutely zero New Year's resolutions. I was like, I'm going to reject all of that need for change. Um, and actually this year I've gone the opposite. I'm like, no, I do want to form some better habits. I do want to make some changes in my life for the better. And I'm going to use the new year as a way to do that. So it's really interesting, like my perspective on that anyway. But I was writing in my journal this morning as part of, it's not necessarily a morning routine. I have a morning routine, but journal journaling isn't part of that routine per se. Um, but I decided I had some extra time today and I thought, you know what, I'm going to journal. I'm going to reflect um, on on my week and where I'm at. And it's something that I have been trying to do weekly. Um, I do journal like fairly regularly, but usually if I've got something that I want to write specifically about, whereas I've decided that like on top of those journal entries, I'm also going to do like a weekly reflection on the intentions I set at New Year. And I'm going to go into that like another day, like proper journaling episode um at some point but I just wanted to sort of like say how much I have noticed already like a month or so of making these changes how much my mental health has changed positively for the better I was already in a pretty good place before like I'd made some changes with my job and my work and I'd 
as I've mentioned, like in today's episode, I have been like running more. So I've been more active and everybody knows the impact or they they always hear about the impact of like running and being more active on your well-being. Um, and so I was already starting to do those things. But I have to say, like, since having proper structure, proper like intentions every single day that I am choosing to live by I have seen such a vast improvement in my mental health and I do think perhaps one of the reasons why I struggled with my mental health last year was because I had tried to neglect or like reject those intentions those new year's resolutions I didn't want to be part of it I thought that it was pointless and that um I didn't need to do that. I could just try and be better every day. And actually, without having those things to hold myself accountable, I think that's why I ended up in the place that I was in, as opposed to, well, in addition to not being happy with my job um, and things like that. So um, I think I just wanted to take this time today and be like, actually, have a go at journaling, have a go at setting yourself some intentions, because you might think they're all a bit mumbo jumbo, a little bit they don't work, but actually like I can tell you that they do. And just like seeing the impact over the last month or so on my mental health, I I am actually blown away. Um, because as I say, I wasn't in a bad way a couple of months ago. Like I was fine. Um, but I didn't realise like how happy I could be and how great I do feel right now. Um, and I do put that down largely to this different approach to intention setting alongside all of the other stuff I've talked about so far um, about my running and things like that. So yeah, just checking in to sort of say, have a go at journaling today if you haven't already. And I want you to use the journal prompt, what intentions would I like to set for the month ahead? Um, so yeah, have fun journaling on that. I'd love to well, I hope you have a really nice time journaling to that. Uh, I know that I do whenever I journal with that intention in mind. So my running attitudes, my thought process towards running has changed now. Um, and I'm just as shocked as anyone, honestly. <laughs> I think that's why I've had to like commit this to like, I say print, but like podcast as almost like proof for myself so I can listen it back and like hear oh yeah like this is me saying these things like am I a runner now like do I actually enjoy running um (laughs) but yeah so in towards the end of last year um I was chatting with some friends one of which who has done half marathons before and she was like oh I've signed up for another half marathon um it's near one of you guys like do you want to join in and she was like yeah like I'll give that a go and they were like oh Liv like do you want to join in like FOMO like are you gonna be the only one not doing it and I was like oh fine like I'll sign up like it didn't take a lot of convincing actually which I was surprised about um I think I kind of thought that like maybe this is a really good opportunity like it is on my list remember like my 30 before 30 like maybe running it with like your best mates is a good way to like actually do it (laughs) hold yourself accountable because I don't really want to phone them up and be like hey guys actually I'm bailing like I don't want to be that person so like I think it was a really good 
like trigger point for me to be like, okay, like if I'm going to do it, like this is my chance. Um, so I signed up for this half marathon that's happening in a couple of months from now. And I did absolutely nothing initially training wise. I was like, oh, I've got loads of time. It's like six months away. Like that is tons of time. Um, and then actually I was sort of like, they all said that they'd started running and training. I was like, oh, maybe I should, <laughs> like, maybe I should start thinking about it. So I sat down and I did a lot of research and I created like a, I think it was like at the time, like a 24 week running plan because that's how long I had. I think it gave me like a few extra days off <laughs> and then it was like, okay, now you're going to get into it. And it started off really easy because that's what I needed it to. And it built up slowly and slowly until like I've got to the point now where I've now like abandoned that plan and I've gone onto like Nike running app and I'm using one of their plans on there because I wanted something a little bit more intense now um, and to hold myself a bit more accountable because the plan that I make, I kind of was like chopping and changing it as I saw fit and actually it was only three runs a week and it was like, well, if I miss one run then I'm down to two runs and that's not sufficient. So the plan I'm on now is like five runs a week. Um, and so that if I do miss one or two, like I'm still running the minimum of three runs a week, which is really good. But yeah, I've digressed a little bit. Like I sort of sat down and like action this plan. I was like, okay, well, you're going to have to do this. And so I started off running slow. I started off running for time rather than distance as well which I think was a really important step for me because I used to always be like oh I'm gonna go for a 5k run or I'm gonna go for a 3k run or a two mile run or whatever it was and being so overwhelmed by the distance and like because I was a slow runner and still am a slow runner it was like that is such a long way for me to go like a 5k that's like at the time, it would have been like 45 minutes. And that's a huge commitment for someone that doesn't like running. Like the idea of like just plodding one foot in front of the other for nearly an hour. Like, are you kidding me? No, thank you. Um, so I think that was a really good like training point that I made. And like to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to run for 15 minutes today and see where I get. I'm just going to run for half an hour today. I'm going to run for 20 minutes. Or I started also doing when I was doing like half an hour runs being like, okay, well, I'm going to run for one minute, walk for one minute and like alternate that. And then I got to two minutes running, one minute walking and sort of really being like patient with myself. I was like, I've got like five, six months to do this. Like be patient. Like let's not go in like, 100 miles an hour right now because otherwise you're going to burn out you're not going to be able to do it you're going to hate and you're going to you're going to just give up basically um so I kind of started off really slow and really patient and I think that was such a good decision um and I've slowly built up as I've said to doing now five runs a week um on average this week it will be five runs but last week I think it was four runs um, and I'm sure next week, cause I've got quite a few different social things going on. Um, it might be that I do three runs, but this thing is I'm still doing like a speed run, a recovery run and a long run. And that's sort of like the bare minimum I'm going to allow myself to do each week. And 
I guess what I've noticed over the last couple of months, I did take a little bit of time off like over the Christmas period because number one, I was so poorly. Like I had that like cold that everyone seemed to have. And I had that like right over the Christmas week, which was not pleasant, but also it was Christmas and I was socializing a lot more. I was seeing a lot more people. I was traveling a lot more and where I was doing that anyway, I was like way more tired than usual, but then throw in the fact that I was super unwell. It just wasn't the right decision. So I did have, I think it was about two weeks off over Christmas, but like I've built back into my routine in January, which is really great. And um, my aim is this weekend, probably tomorrow, I'm going to do a 10k run. So remember earlier how I said like I've only ever run like two 10Ks in my life Well, I'm going to run my third this weekend and I'm putting this into like audio, into print, like I'm going to do a 10K run this weekend. And I think that's been like a real like achievement moment for me and it just sort of shows how much I've changed and my attitude has changed. And obviously like I've talked, I just talked about that a little bit in like the journal interlude moment. Um... But like, I think what has ultimately changed is like my attitude. Like, yes, I have got better at running. Like you would hope (laughs) after like doing like two months or so now of consistent-ish training for it. Um, Because I also now play netball again. I'd stopped that for a while, but I'm playing netball regularly again when the weather allows. Um, But my attitude towards running has majorly changed. I no longer see it as a punishment. I no longer see it as a task I have to do. Even though in this marathon training, it is something I have to do, or half marathon training, sorry, not that ambitious. Um, (laughs) But I have to do these runs every week in order to do this half marathon. So it's like holding myself to account in that way. And it's not even like me and my friends who I'm going to run it with are talking about it all the time. Like we have barely talked about it. I just know in the background that they're training too. Um, And I think that's enough. Like I don't need them being like, hey, I've done my run today. Have you? Because I think that would just like annoy me. (laughs) I don't know. But like we barely talked about it other than like the existence of like it is happening. Um, And I think that's been really good to sort of know like they're quietly getting on with it. I'm quietly getting on with it. And like, I think as well like I've started to appreciate like the runner's high that like everyone talks about like I get that feeling after a run where I'm like wow I just did that like I'm proud of myself like I'm proud of these legs I'm proud of these arms I'm proud of my mind like because I think that's something that I struggle with the most like the mental side of things um I get bored (laughs) very easily on runs so when I'm now starting to do like 45 minute an hour long runs it's like oh, okay, like I'm bored out of my mind. Um, So I've started to figure out the things in my running routine that make a difference for me. Like I've, I found that podcasts like work really well because it kind of distracts my mind to like just listening to songs. Um, Especially if I pick a podcast that is the length of time that I need for my run. Um, Like yesterday or a couple of days ago, rather, I had to do a 20 minute run. It was a speed run. Uh, a recovery run sorry like it just was 20 minutes at slow pace just to recover from my previous long run so I found a podcast that was 20 minutes long and it was perfect because like I could tell like when I was nearly done like the way the conversation was in the podcast and like it was like oh wow I've just run for 20 minutes and barely noticed it um so that's something that works for me that might not work for everybody 
but also as well like I've bought new running gear that I absolutely love and like I treated to myself at the start of January and like I was a bit like oh should I be spending money like after Christmas like I do have it but like should I and I was like you know what let's do it like let's kick start the new year with like a positive running attitude and I bought this new running gear from Tala their form tech stuff and oh my goodness I'm obsessed like genuinely genuinely obsessed I wear it every day for my run and I put it on in the morning first thing if I even if I'm doing like a run at lunchtime or a run in the evening because then like I'm ready to go and I like being in the gear because I feel confident in it and I feel good in myself in it rather than feeling like really like it's too tight or it just doesn't perform how I want it to so like investing in good gear like if you want to take running seriously and you do want to get a better like association with it, the gear does matter um, because I do notice when I wear like my non-running gym stuff, I don't feel as good. I don't enjoy the run as much. And I never thought I would say that, but like genuinely investing in the right stuff is worthwhile. Um, I feel like I've gone on a slight tangent there, but like <laughs> the the changes of I've made have genuinely impacted my life in such a good way. And like, I had a bit of a stressful day the other day at work and all I was thinking about is going for a run afterwards like yeah but like as soon as like it hits five o'clock you're gonna go out that door and you're gonna do a 15 minute recovery run just around the block and that's gonna make you feel so much better and you know what it did and I remember texting my boyfriend being like I can't believe I've become this person that's like I've had a stressful day I'm looking forward to my run <laughs> like it's a really weird I don't feel like the same person and I keep laughing whenever I say things like that because I'm like that doesn't sound like Liv um but genuinely I have started to fall in love with running because it has become a bit of a release for me it's become something I look forward to and I'm proud that I'm doing as well like I've told a few people now that I'm training for this half marathon and like that expectation and like people been like oh how's the training going and I'm like you know what it's actually going really well like I'm really happy um that's not to say like with all of this positivity about running that there hasn't been days where I have just dreaded the idea of going for a run and going out in the cold especially with how freezing the weather has been recently like that has been really tough but I'm kind of seeing it as like you're connecting with nature, you're getting outside, like you sit down all day for your job, like get, get your ass up and work in the words of Kim Kardashian, <laughs> like, get outside and like just do it and you will feel so much better for it afterwards and I do every single time. I've never had a run where I regret going for that run and I think that's like I regret not going for the runs like if I have one planned and I'm like oh that's fine I'll just do it tomorrow like I feel a little bit guilty about it and I feel a little bit rubbish whereas if I've been like oh, I really don't want to go to for a run today and then I just get up and go I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad I made that decision um but having said like all of that positivity I do just want to add like another thing of like it's really hard being a woman running on your own and like I see other people talking about this but like it does bring me a lot of anxiety if it's starting to get dark outside or it's dark in the morning if I go for a before work run and I think that's because where I live like there's not a lot of street lights 
there's not a lot of like people around like I try and like run in more like crowded areas but there's lots of like paths that are like surrounded by like high hedges um so like people on the road can't actually see you um and it's quite scary and like just the other like sometimes like I do try and like plan my run so that isn't the case and if I do end up having to go for a late evening run I usually go to the treadmill at the gym um because I just feel safer and more comfortable there um I wear like reflective clothing I wear bright clothing if it's also dark I typically don't tend to run with headphones either um which also impacts like the quality of my run like I like running to podcasts I like running to music um but like I always tell my boyfriend where I'm going he has me on find my friends like on Strava they have like a beacon text like um option so like people can track your runs as well so I always do that to for my boyfriend so he knows where I am but even then like with that like just two weeks ago I was supposed to do a four mile run down the beach it was the middle of the day on a Sunday and the weather wasn't great so the beach wasn't like busy uh, but there were people around and I was finding my four mile run difficult anyway I was like two miles in and the weather was just really, I was like, actually, this is a tough run. Like, this is one of those runs I've got to dig deep. And this guy, like, followed me for ages. He was wearing jeans and, like, a waterproof jacket. So it wasn't like he was on a run. Um, and he sort of, and I'm not a fast runner either. So he was, like, walking alongside me, like, talking to me the whole time. And I, like, started off being nice. And he carried on, like, just talking to me. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go now. And I'm going to carry on my run. Haha. <laughs> Um, and he kept on following me and I just felt really unnerved by the whole situation. So I stopped and I turned around. I thought, right, I'm going to change direction. I'm going to change my route. Um, and if he still follows me, like I know that he is following me, like he's not just walking the same direction at my pace and he stopped and turned around as well. So I was like, oh, okay. Like he is following me. Like, and I was on my way back home, like towards my house. And I was like, well, I don't really want him following me like all the way back home. So I phoned my boyfriend and because he was still so close to me, I was like, Hey, I've injured myself. Can you come and pick me up? Um, and obviously, cause my boyfriend's amazing. He did come and get me. And he was like, Oh, are you okay? Like, where did you hurt yourself? I was like, Oh, I didn't actually hurt myself. Like you see that guy over there, like he's been following me. Um, and like, he was like, oh my gosh, like you should have said on the phone. I was like, well, I, I didn't really want to say it on the phone because he was still so close to me. Um, so he was like, right, we need to have like a code word or something that you say on the phone or you text me and I will come and get you straight away. Um, and it's just really sad that I have to like put in all of those different things just to be able to go for a run. And I didn't end up doing my four mile run. I did just over two miles. And like, it really just... Like I could deal with the bad weather, I could deal with the cold, I could deal with the wind, I could deal with running in sand, but what I could not deal with is feeling like my safety was being compromised because this man was literally following me. Um, and I think this is something that I know that a lot of women do have to deal with and I think it does vary depending on where you live. Um, as I say, the place that I live doesn't have a lot of street lamps and it's not particularly crowded so I don't like running on my own um in the dark and even when I'm running in the daytime as I said like there's still like that harassment and that worry um you know the fact that every time I go for a run my boyfriend's like be safe let me know if you need anything 
it's like I shouldn't have to feel like at risk <laughs> when I'm just trying to exercise. Um, so I will like this feels like a really like sad like somber way to end this episode. So like maybe I'll put in something else in a second. But like just like as a little reminder to like any body that does go for runs and like just always add that element of safety think about the clothing that you're wearing like bright clothing like where is your route plan it out beforehand let someone know your route or have them on find my friends or something like that um and just put those sort of procedures in place when I do run in the dark before work I always take a torch and I've got like a safety alarm as well that I take with me never had to use it but like it's it's like a reassurance for myself that I have it um especially if it is like dark not many people around and I'm on like non-street lamp street street non-street lit streets yeah um and also if you are like I don't mean to like generalize here but like a man going for a run at those sorts of times as well or even just a walk or you're a man on their own like there's a few things that you can do to just like make women feel so much like more comfortable and safe like wearing bright clothes yourself to show that you're not trying to hide, like crossing over to the other side of the pavement if you see us there, like loads of different things. And like, I have seen them shared on social media and I'm not going to go into them now because that's not what this episode was about. It's supposed to be like, hey, I love running. <laughs> but like, I do think it's important to like point out the fact that you do still need to make these like adjustments sometimes. Um, because, you know, these things haven't stopped me going for a run and they're not going to stop me running. They're just that little bit of extra thought process that I would have to have before I do go for a run. Um, but yeah, so that feels like a different, a bit of a weird one to, to like end on. So I'm going to put a little bit of a jingle here and then finish on something different. So to finish on a different note, a more positive note, <laughs> um, looking forward, um, I've got in a couple of months time this half marathon run and I am so looking forward to it. I am just praying that I don't have any sort of like unexpected injuries or anything like that that hamper my progress and my ability to run it. However, I do feel that if for whatever reason I can't run the half marathon on that same date, I think I probably would still try to do like a half marathon like in my hometown or something and just run that distance anyway, just to show that I've done it and like prove to myself that I can do it. Um, so yeah, even though it might be not like, I'm that sounds so negative already. I am going to be fit and healthy to run this run on the date. But needless to say, I will in 2023 achieve the running distance of a half marathon in some capacity. That is what I'm training for. And that is what I'm going to achieve. I am going to keep exploring new podcasts. I'm going to keep exploring new playlists, new running um like playlists to try and find new ones that I can listen to on every one of my runs. I'm going to carry on enjoying running in my new running gear from Tala, my awesome shoes from On Running. Like I am going to carry on enjoying those things. And as the weather's going to get warmer, the days are going to get lighter. I'm going to even more love or love even more rather running down by the seaside where I live 
I'm going to enjoy running in the forest. I'm going to enjoy running around town. And that is what I am going to be looking forward to. I'm going to be looking forward to possibly going to some park runs in the future. That's something that I would like to do. I've never done a park run before. And I know lots of people that do them and they love them. And so it's something that I want to give it a go. And I'm just really loving this whole experience where I've learned so much about myself in the last couple of months and like how much I have already achieved. Like I have run more already in the last couple of months or even in January, I've run more than I have probably like in the last few years combined. And I'm so proud of myself for that because running isn't easy, especially at the start. It takes a lot to get through that initial like runner's wall and just to keep going and I'm doing it I'm continuing to do it and I continue will to I can't get my words out now and I will continue to do it until well I don't know hopefully this becomes a lifelong habit of just like not necessarily running half marathons because I think that's a little bit intense but like just running more regularly and taking joy from being able to go for a run um and yeah so let me know if there's been any running tips that you've really appreciated and learned from what your favorite thing about running is, or perhaps if you're not sure about running, like if you've got any questions or would like any advice, like reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on running because it would be awesome to know. So until next time, I do episodes every week. Um, I will see you around.